So um, we're in Perik Yudalid. Yermaschil v'melachim bonu v'olamin harutz. So they will they will turn on us. They will wage war with us and uh, and go up from the land. V'alinu miboyle. The pasuk should have said, and we will go up from the land, meaning we're going to be kicked out of our own homeland. That's what the Mitzvah meant, right? That's what it should have said. It's like someone who speaks out a curse for himself. It means obviously not that he's coming to curse himself, right? But it means that he's speaking about something potentially very bad that will happen to himself and he says it in a language of as alluding to someone else so as to not explicitly say the bad thing will happen to me okay Pirush are we all in the same place do you see where I am Pirush Loya Lomar Sheyalu Hema Mina Arts. Kiim Yalu Mina Arts Ayadei Ribui. Baal Korchem Shal Mitzrayim, Gam Kain Yigarshu Es Mitzrayim Mina Aretz. Velama Amru Vallah Min Haaretz Elishahayu Tolim Klalosim Beacherim. Interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if I if I understood this svara that the Maral says over here. Chazal is the one that said, but but the Maral is explaining something, right? So he says that the Chazal understand that we do not mean Pirush. Let's read it again. Pirush. He wasn't coming to say that the Jewish people will leave the land of Egypt. Right? Somehow, Chazal knew maybe the, maybe the Pshat is simply that the Jewish people in the middle of a war will turn on the Egyptians, kill a decent amount of the Egyptians, and flee. What? That's what we're discussing right now, right? Meaning the, the simple words of the Pasuk are, Ezra, the who's going to go? Who's, who's going to go out? Right. Now, Right away on that, the the midrash says that it should have said, "And we will be forced to go out." Right, and so now the moral needs to, and rather it's because it's, it's like someone saying something bad about himself, but he doesn't want to use the, that he doesn't want to refer to it as himself. But now the moral's job is to come and explain to us where Chazal were coming from, Rafi. Yeah? 
maybe maybe just a pasuk means what it means. Okay, so Marl says no, it can't mean that. It can't mean that the Jewish people will leave. Why? Kiim yalu min because if it will be that the Jewish people will manage to leave the land of Israel, of the, the land of Egypt, al ribuim through the fact that there's a multitude of them, there's many of them, they're powerful, the Jewish people, right? So if that's the balkorchem shel mitzrayim against the will of the Egyptians, I mean the Egyptians try to stop us and we hack them down, and you know we hack our way out of Egypt. <coughs> so then says the morale, if that's the case, gamkein yigarshuas mitzrayim mina aret. So that's the case. We should also be able to expel them from the land. If that's the case, so then they, that should be their true fear. And why are they saying we're going to go out of the land uh, instead of, I mean, we, me, why are they saying that the Jewish people will leave the land? They should be saying we, the Egyptians, will be forced out of the land. Okay? You understand what he's saying or no? Shot. Just first of all, what the moral is saying. Again, Palsik seems to say what? No, not connected to anything we learned last week. New, new, new discussion. Then why do we only care about you doing it? No, because again, the Par- Paro says, I'm concerned, guys, the Jews are getting very numerous. We need uh-huh. to do something because uh, perhaps a war right, okay. will come against us. They will turn on us. There's many of them, right? And they will leave the land. That's what the words of the possible are. And, and there, the Chazal tell us that they actually means us, the Egyptians, will be forced out of the land of Egypt. Right? So now, the moral is coming to explain why Chazal knew that. Maybe it just means simply what it says, that the Jewish people will leave Egypt. Ari, what's the answer? If that was the case, then Egypt would also be forced out. Is that what you're saying? Why? Because if they're going to fight a war to destroy us and leave to destroy us Egyptians. the Egyptians. Egyptians because it's so great and they'll, they'll force will go against our will I mean, if the Jewish people are capable if the Jewish people are strong enough in the yeah. middle of a war to turn around and hack their way out of Mitzrayim then we are then, then we're certainly a threat as well to um to potentially make a coup and actually take over the power and throw the Egyptians out. Now, obviously, a ha'ara can be made that it is easier to, you know, hack your way out when they're busy with the, with the war. We right, they're they're in the middle of a war with a strong enemy. We turn on them and manage to break out and, and they don't have enough resources to, de- to dedicate to like you know overcoming us and you know subduing us and, and we managed to do that that's one level of power right there's a whole nother level of power to actually take their str- strongholds to actually you know take the land away from them and kick them out that seems to be 
a higher threshold. No? Yes. Also, should, shouldn't the process say unwieldy? This is the track logic. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You, you read, read the Chazal. Read what it says. It says it should have said we will leave, and instead it said they will leave in order to not say a negative thing about themselves. So that is being addressed. Uh, and the, the inference that Chazal is making to get to Pshat is that yeah, they can hack their way out. Then they should also be able to um, take over. That's what the Maral is explaining. But Harvin says it would also be a concern. If they're strong enough that they could flee you know, during oh. the war, oh. then we should also be concerned. That Mean, right. <laughs> Meaning to say, it's not that much different. Meaning, once already, that's... that's uh, Right, right. That's right. That's what I would have thought also. Right, that that. that you would escape prison and take over the prison. Yeah. Right. But once once you're getting to that level of power, yeah. now I'm, I'm concerned. I still need to make a plan of yeah, action for the next level. My aura was like Ezra is saying that um, the, the, these are two different levels of power that are necessary. But the answer that I was gonna that I was gonna suggest, and uh, Hari says this, and Ezra Hartman says it also. Um, is that uh, is that already once you're on that level already, then then things can depend. You know, mm-hmm. th- then already uh, you should have much bigger concerns, right? Meaning then then uh, the, the concern should be maybe maybe we're going to be thrown out altogether. If the proper states for government, then it's easier to hang them. So if, they're, if you're assuming the populace likes the government. Which populace? The Egyptian populace likes the Egyptians like the power, why not? Well, I mean, if they did, they're always going to, it probably is harder, but if they don't, then it's probably easier. Once you have the power of the state, you what, have the power of the What does it have to do with what we're discussing? I thought you were saying We're discussing, we're assuming right now all the Egyptians are on board. They're all, they're all like one another, they're all, they're all in cahoots, they're all one nation, and they're looking to stay in power. Maybe power is a bad guy and they don't like him. What? Maybe power is a bad guy and they don't like him. On what basis would we say such a thing? Just, just make it up. Yeah, we see he's a bad guy. Like people in Britain. But so are they. I'm just saying, the assumption that it's easy. But I was saying, wait, wait, I was saying is, what you're saying does that have anything to do with what we're saying right now? Yeah, because you're you're no? you were saying that the assumption is that it's harder to take over than it's to escape. Right, that's irrelevant. That's, that's, that's irrelevant. Completely irrelevant of what you're saying, right? To whatever level power the Egyptians have, let's rank them. I'll, I'll let you do the rank. There's a one to ten military strength. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, China is at seven, right? Okay, the United States is at eight. Where do you want to put Egypt? Just put them wherever you want. I'm not going to argue with you. Five. five. Okay, great. Now, the Egyptians are concerned, right, that when there's, there's going to be another army attacking them, probably that army is not going to be as powerful as the Egyptians because otherwise they're anyway just... They're anyway done, right? They're probably not going to be an eight power. It's going to be, let's say, a three attacking the Egyptians. And they're concerned that we will take advantage of that opportunity, turn on them, and over in spite of their resistance, in spite of their military efforts, we will break out of the country, defeat whatever forces they send against us, and leave the country. Now, that's irrelevant whether they are support power or not, because that whether the populace likes Paro, how many chariots they have, how well trained they are, that all goes into that number five. 
right? Five, and it doesn't make a difference if it's five or eight or two. Whatever is the level, they're concerned they're gonna be attacked by a country that's not as powerful as they are. And we, by turning on them and overpowering them, we will be able to, so now what? We will be able to do what? So he's saying, if they're already concerned that we're gonna be able to break out and leave against their resistance, so then also there should be a concern that we, together with the invading army, will be enough to overpower them entirely and throw them out. Okay, so it's, 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 you have a separate discussion, what's power like man? I don't know. Uh, it sounds like, over here, it sounds like the Egyptians did like him because he says, hey guys, you know, let's do something, and they, 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 it sounds like they buy into it, right? He, like, he is the leader of the Egyptians. We, we never heard of any, I have not heard of any dissent amongst the Egyptians, like a partisan effort to save the Jewish people. Or Rashi brings that after a certain number of plagues, even his, what? Yeah, well, that's later, right. But the, even his like chieftains were begging him to let them do it. Right, absolutely. Right. But not because they're good guys, just because they, 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 they already been okay. smitten. But, yeah. but clearly, there, I, it doesn't matter, but we do right. see later that there is a divide between Paro and Kule Alba. Great. Wonderful. Just out of curiosity, how realistic was this? I heard, I heard the writer Bernstein, I think, I'm not misquoting him, say that this was a, a very unrealistic concern. There's no such thing as a powerful army that could come in wipe out the Egyptians because Egyptians were at the same time they woke and they were they were a vast and superior military strength and this was just like you know hysteria and it's saying exactly this is this hysteria being brought up in episodes and it's like I don't know what about the mass number of Jews though what about the mass number of Jews there was a very large number of Jews very very large right was was this like a realistic concern or was this like hysterical Okay, fine. Anyway, but are we all on board for the reasoning that took place over here? Okay. Okay. Good. Vaisimu alav. Sorry, masim. So the Egyptians placed upon him. Means upon upon Klauso. Um, Leaders of taxes. What? Taskmasters. Mas is a tax. Taskmasters. Tax. Yeah. Tax collectors. Tax collectors. Yeah. Agents. Olive. Again, remember that olive is a very powerful pronoun. Remember that, guys. That more so than simply a singular language. That. Uh, if if you if you just use a singular language, that is that is okay. We saw the, for this one maybe Ezra was not here. Yeah, uh, Noah, uh, Ari, Rafi, right? We we had 
going back a couple of paragraphs, well, depending on which print you have, in the, in the report, it's about 15 pages back, right? Um, it, no, I, I think I undershot the mark. It must be 20 pages back. Um, so it, it says, Havu Nishachma Lo. What? Page 12 to 16 pages. See, I, I undershot the mark. What? It's it's literally the previous page. It's one page back. Look at this. Okay. Um, right? So, said, let's be wise towards them. Remember that? And the Maral said that it's not simply the using a singular language because it's not so uncommon to refer to a nation as a singular language. We have examples of it uh, all over at uh, Darshan, right? But a language of low or alav, that is what is because uh, th th that, that always excludes plural. I mean, you say to him and not to others, right? On him and not unto others. So that is a singular language which is actually inappropriate to use for a uh, for a mo for more than one. Uh, I'm sorry. You didn't say a load if it's in the singular. What? How, how do you say a, a, a love in, in the singular? No, a love is singular. How do you say a love in plural? Alehem. Okay, so so again, so that so so the, so a although a singular language, um, like uh, and and you know let's say Mitzrayim was chasing after them, right? So you could say that singularly, right? But but using the pronoun he or upon him or to him or whatever it is, since that excludes others, then that that's very power. That's very strongly um, singular, right? So that is a. That warrants a drusha. So over here also, since it says vayesimu, like for example, alav, um, that's that's what uh, causes Chazal to come darshan. So it says, so again, it says gam kan diktu b'milas alav she'ein lefarish also al ha'am. It's not referring to the people. If ki it's on him and not on someone else, right? So that's very powerfully connotes singularity. And it's not like other references of singular, for example, like we said, um, you know, and and. Mitzrayim Rodef Rodef, right? B'nai Yisrael. So, even though it's not Rodfim, it's not plural, singular Rodef, right? But that's okay. That's uh, that's uh, doesn't connote necessarily uh, singular. You could just be referring to the group of Mitzrayim as one. Okay. So, Kemo Shamarnu Lamala Lechein Lo Yitochein Lefarish Osam. So therefore, we cannot say it's just referring to the um, the group 
of people. And that's why it's Sigula. Because I have to say, on him and not on someone else. And if it would be a group that it would not, uh, it would not exclude. Darshu Al Paro. That's why Chazal Darshan Rashi believe brings it that it was referring to Paro. They placed tax masters on Paro. Paro had to deliver a brick quarter. Here, Midrash says, Shetala Malbin. With Savaro, he hung a brick from his neck, obviously attached to some sort of a rope or chain, right? Shalparu. The call echad Sha'amar is Tanusanyan. Anyone that would say, Me, I'm a I'm a very delicate person. I'm I'm a I'm an artist, I'm a violinist, I'm a I'm a um, you know, whatever I can't go and do manual labor like this. Amar lo, so then Paro par or whoever the Egyptian that would be speaking to him would say, Klumata Istanis, Yosemi Paro, are you more delicate, more um, sensitive than the king of Paro, than the king of Egypt, Paro? So if he is walking around carrying a brick over his head, uh, over his neck, the war effort, even Paro is contributing to the brick effort. Right? It's, it's a national emergency. Everyone is out there, right? He's out there with a pickaxe like everybody else. So does that relate a lot? As referring to Paro. As opposed to just being intense. The Jewish people. Upon the Jewish people. Right? As opposed to upon the Jewish people. It's not going on the Jewish people. It's going on Paro. Because I mean, it says Allah, singular. What? I mean, the, the brick on Paro was so that the Jews do the bricks also. Absolutely. It was on going in. But then we learned it from the Darshan that they were Allah, it was on Paro. Yeah, the Jews had to do, do, deliver bricks also. Absolutely. Yeah. You're saying there's a difference between Pashpashat and they still did apply to the Jewish people. But were Hazal is now saying, also, well, we're not dashing the word Allah, so not, not merely Jewish people. Well, no. In, in Jewish, it's not referring to the Jewish people. In Jewish, it's referring to Paro. Now, in the Mikriyos, in the Depshuto, obviously, which means the Poshib Shad is upon the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Right? So, what's the connection between the Jewish and the Pshat? Anybody? So, it's, it's the fact that Paro made a demonstration of himself that thereby putting extraordinary amount of pressure onto the Jewish people to fill this quota. Exactly. Yeah, the, the word Allah is still saying that it implies, the fact that it's singular also implies pressure. Correct? No, no, no. pressure whatsoever. Allah just means, uh, in Rush, once we start darshaning, right, it means on Paro. Now, the fact that Paro is walking out with a brick around his neck means that every single Jew was obligated to be making bricks because no one had an excuse anymore. Yeah? Okay. So we know the, we know the so what for the second Jewish. Do we know the so what for the first? Maybe it's obvious. One second. 
first meaning the the, the one about the, the, being the, be, being <coughs> leaving the, yeah. leaving Egypt. Yeah. Like here, this tells us that every Jew, no matter how delicate, had to bring bricks because Paro was holding himself up against them. Right. And the first one. The first one, I think, I think the so what would be that the level to which the Egyptians were concerned. I mean, the level to which the Egyptians were concerned was uh, obviously the reason why we would want to fight is because we would want to gain our own freedom, right? right? But the level of concern was raised not merely we might lose our slaves. The level of concern was it's, a, it's an existential threat. Okay. I mean, the Egyptians were viewing us as an existential threat. Okay. So the level of, uh, of conflict is, is, is much sharper. The Pesach is coming to tell you about some 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 particular individual. We don't use that, we don't use that anymore. Because of Empire. What? We don't use that direction, that that leeward anymore. Which leeward? Oh, that's a lot of this and nothing else is a leeward. Ah, I see what you're saying. Um, does it mean it's still yeah. Once we once we have yeah. a direction of Empire, do we then be it? No, no, no. The 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 Here, it would, being that a singular pronoun <coughs> to him or upon him, whatever it is, um, is usually such a powerful singular indicator that it, 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 it even comes to exclude others. I mean, it's him. It's very powerfully singular. Him. Right? So that tells us that this passage is referring to some particular individual. That's all. That's all we want. It, it's, now, we're not coming to exclude others here in this case. We're coming to say there was a particular individual who had, a, who had taskmasters upon him, demanding from him bricks. Who was that individual, Paro? What? And not other Egyptians. It could be Kavachom or other Egyptians. Here, we, I, 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 I hear what you're trying to do. You're trying to do the exclusionary thing. Here, that's not what it's, that's not what it's coming to do, right? Because, um, it's not, because, because a lot of the nation does not, does not signify music anymore. It's telling us how to do something else. Right, because it would be, it would okay, be right. multiple. I mean, uh, if you were to refer to a nation with a love, right, uh, that would be <coughs> many. So it could mean Allah has to be an, a singular. Allah means one and one only. Right? And so he's saying that in other places, when we're, we're in, in a normal, yeah, in a normal, in a normal. Yeah, yeah, all over Shas. You look in Shas, right? And then you drush us. It doesn't apply in the Torah. What? It's not in the Torah, no, meaning a Jewish. If the apostle yeah, says the word alav, we will darshan it as a mute. So that's only It's only The drush is the oral Torah. The verse which is being darshaned is the written Torah. So any alav in the written Torah is. Will be, will be, will be darshaned to be. Singular, absolutely singular. Just one source to this word. There's only one single address that this word is going on. Okay. 
וגם זה נראה שאין רצונו לומר. Now remember, before um, he, he explained to us that the, although the, uh, um, the drush seemed to be taking us way out from the, from the pshat, but the, the morale brought it back, right? Um, I think the, the case that he's referring to is in the very beginning of the, of the parak, which um, by me is one and a half page back. Pages back, so it's about 20 pages probably in, in the Rav Hartman. What? It's in the previous Chalik? Probably. <laughs> now, in the, in, in, the very beginning of the, in the very beginning of our parak, right? So I would hope it's still going to be in the same Chalik for you guys. Um, it, says, it says over there, Vayaka Melech Chadosh. Remember that? So a, 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 new, a new king. Uh, so one opinion was it was a new king, um, and, and the other opinion was that it was the same king but just with new Xeris. And the Maral told us that it doesn't mean the same king with Nuxeris, because what? Why? Russia won't live that long. Right. Well, why would we assume that Russia is going to live that long, right? So rather, what did it mean? It meant, <coughs> is it the same dynasty or is it a new dynasty? Right? Which means to a certain extent, everybody agrees it's a new king. Meaning, that the, the question is, this is a very important point, right? Well, how do we relate to Drush and Pshat, right? Uh, many people relate to Drush and Pshat as being like no connection one to the other, right? You, you read the Psukim, is talking about one thing, Drush, boom, you want somewhere else, or, um, sorry, he might be referring to actually Moshe and Shal Yisrael. Havan is Chachmalo, apologies, that's what he's referring to. Havan is Chachmalo, but it's the same point that I'm trying to make still. Havan is Chachmalo, it should have said, Havan is Chachma Lahem, Mi Boile. Rather, it means, Lemoshi and Shil Yisrael, to their Savior. Now, the Maharal went on to say that it, it doesn't mean that specifically to Moshi and Shil Yisrael. It means to the Jewish people who are unified through Hashem. And by doing so, he linked up the Pshat with the Jewish. Again, I want to go through this. It's very important, right? Because many people view Jewish as being detached from Pshat. And that is, does many negative things. Um, one thing it does is that people don't have any understanding of that the Jewish has to be telling you the same story. There's a story, right? The Torah is coming to tell a story. And there's, and just every, just like in the world, right? If I zoom in on, you know, on a particular item, I'm seeing the same item. I'm just seeing it in higher and higher resolution, higher and higher depth, right? I'm unfolding new layers, but I'm still, it's still this thing that I'm talking about, right? So the Torah is not some schizophrenic, you know, he, we're talking about Mshat, about something, and then, and then Drush, you just talk about something completely different, right? They all work together. That's the Gon says with Mefurush, Maral does it all the time, and people that understand these things, that's, 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 what, they, that's what they're always working with. Then it becomes a very rich, um, then it becomes a very rich puzzle, as opposed to just a disjointed, you know, 
saying funny things like that you would have never seen in the prophet right okay so um so just like um o- over there he was explaining that the hashem to the extent that the pasuk is obviously telling us that the egyptian was saying let's act wisely with the jewish people but it was using a singular language because it, they were really coming to get around the spiritual, the, the Jewish people, as it uh, pertains to the spiritual quality that unifies all of them, which is Hashem. No? No? What? Yes? Ari, you with me? I think so. Not good. Okay. Let's let, let's back let's back up let's back up to back there because that's where he really explained it well. Um I but, okay, so how many pages back are we going in uh what? Staff hey. What? Oh, that's only seventeen pages back. Yeah, we Okay, because on this page we wrote because here it's a lot. Here, this is a lot of writing. Here. Yeah. Okay, that's it's why. The same f- it was really definitely last time too. Hey no, I'm saying hey some pages have like yeah, yeah. this much, and some pages have like this is tons. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, I'll skip a little bit to after that Chazal, ve'ain das Razal. You see that? Kipirush lo lemoshian. Chazal do not mean. You see it? It's that far from the paragraph. I was skipping square. Okay? Yep. So Chazal do not mean to say that it's alluding to Moshian. Rak heimifarshim lo la'am. Ke mashmao. Like is the simple reading. The Jewish is working with the Pshat. It's referring to the Jewish people. What, what do you mean? You just contradicted yourself. You just went through a long explanation of telling us that lo means him, singular, which is why it's Moshe and Yisrael, and not, and not just the nation, not the cloud. Right? Says the morale. Rak. Shirutsono loimar. Le'am. Let's be wise towards the people. They are designated, they are uniquely betrothed to Hashem, like a single person. How so? In what way do Kalsal have a uniquely singular status? Shehu Yisborach Elokeihem. Ubezeh heim nivdolim mikol haumos v'nasim am echad. That's what makes us an singular. Is the singularity of Hashem is what makes us singular. And that Ardus, that's what is the Moshiach Shel Yisrael. And that is what they want to be nishachem with. That's what they want to act carefully with. 
He makes everything to be. Okay, that's that's already now the, the that was the rest of the explanation of that. Okay. So you just let me make sure I understand this and maybe it's the summary for everybody, right? It's written in the singular. That's weird. It's written to many people. The answer is it's referring to machine machine Israel. That's that's the drush. Right. Now has, oh has wait, so you just you just left the Pshat. So right. wait, what happened to the Pshat? The Pshat meant to the Jewish people. That's why, why is it with the Jewish people? Right, so you so just left the Pshat. So this is this is the thing We bring the Jewish back to the Pshat. This is the thing that actually unifies the Jewish people. And therefore you can refer to the Jewish people by by referencing this thing in, especially in this situation. The quality of oneness of the Jewish people specifically. I mean, the Jewish people can be referred to in a, uh, in a language of Rabbim, right? That would be the part of the fact that there's many of them. The Jewish people can be referred to by a language of absolute singular oneness when referring to their oneness which they have from the fact that they belong to Hashem, who is one. Okay? So, now, he goes over here the same thing, right? Um, that first, Chazal sound like they just totally hijacked the Pasuk, right? The Pasuk was talking about placing taskmasters on the Jewish people. They said, no, it's talking about placing taskmasters on Paro, because singular. Sounds like we just left the shot. So he says, Gamze that's not what it's coming to say. He's not discussed in the Pasuk. The Pasuk is clearly talking about the Jewish people. And this is awesome, guys. This is, this is you're currently learning a fundamental principle in how to relate Jewish and Pshat. Now, earlier we said this as pertaining to Hashem, obviously, right? But now they're saying that to a certain extent, even a physical king does such a thing to, the, to his nation. Okay. Why? So, therefore, what? What, what, what do you mean? True, but in two different ways. Again, if you can sometimes I refer get, I to Moshiach Israel, is I guess <coughs> what he tried to do. <coughs> also, Am is singular. Am is singular, true, and that's okay. So is so you can use singular verbs also. Rodev Mitzrayim is singular. Rodev is singular, right? Um, that that's but it's when we use a singular pronoun that's when we get really. Right, and then we must be referring to a character, to a particular facet, which is actually uniquely one, which makes the people one. Okay. That we have to be referring to that part for, for it to work. Okay, so that's why we're referring to the Melech, the Pirish, Ve'esimu Alav. They placed upon him, which means on the Jewish people, shall call Ha'am Ke'echad, Samu Alehem Sari Masim. They the 
uh, on the entire nation without any exclusion. How can you do that? How can you manage to put a decree on the entire nation with no exclusions? Answer is, if the king is doing it. Right? Meaning to say, if, if it's coming from the fact that, well, is he a king? The, and you have to say yes. Right? You have to say it. To, to the extent that he's your king, then to that extent, everybody's obligated. The only way that every single person in the country will be obligated, which means the whole country will be viewed as if it's a single individual, is if it's stemming from the king himself. Before this era, there were subjects of Paro as the king. The king of Paro is the king of, of Israel. Well, there was no Israel. Paro is the king of Egypt. And we are in Egypt. Anyone who is in Egypt, Paro is their king. Kigama Melech Hameachet Ha'am he was actually a system. He was actually pretty. He had. A, he was wearing a brick around his neck. He was out there with a. Oh, they're talking literally about Paro that he was inside. Paro. Oh, okay. yeah. Thought this was more of a claw. So do you all have to stop here. Yeah.